You are listening to episode 14 of Weight Coach with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. Today, listeners, we're putting this condenser mic of mine to the test because somewhere near my offices here, there is a roof being redone. So I'm hoping the microphone doesn't pick up all those little click, click, click staple shots of the roofers. I can hear them here in my office. I've closed the windows, dropped the drapes. Hopefully we're filtered out. Do you struggle with dieting and you think you must be addicted to food because you can't stop yourself from overeating? I want you to learn what really drives you to overeat so you can create lasting weight loss. And today I'm especially addressing those of you over 55 and like me, over 60. For many of us, life gets better, easier, even as we get older. We get more comfortable and confident in our own skin. <laughs> we kind of lose that caring about what other people think. We drop all the facades. But we may still be facing the same weight loss, yo-yo dieting struggle we've dealt with our entire life. All those years we wasted taking a pass on life because we didn't want others to see us in a swimsuit or trying to swim a bat at the company picnic. That thought, I can't go dancing because my thighs jiggle and I sweat. <laughs> in hindsight, I wish I had gone dancing every night of my life. I do. So, you've slid past 55. Maybe you're over 60 now and thinking weight loss is impossible. It can be tempting to throw in the towel, thinking you're fighting an uphill battle at 60-something. Compared with your 20, 30-year-old self, sure, but don't throw that towel in. We're actually in a position to do this as sanely as possible because we're in a space where we don't give a hoot about getting a beach body ready in a hurry. We can finally do this right. Maybe you struggle with physical setbacks. Sure, I was doing great at 55, even 56, but then my right ACL broke. That's the ligament that basically holds your knee together. <laughs> it tore everything up in that knee. And I had two surgeries on my right knee and long weeks and weeks of physical therapy after both. It took a year before I was finally able to start back in the fitness classes that I really loved. And I started to work off some of the weight that I gained during my downtime. And then the ACL broke in my left knee. Not kidding. Another year of surgery and physical therapy and even more weight gained back just about did me in. By that time, I was about 58 years old, struggling against weak legs and knee pain in both knees to try to get back in the swing of fitness classes, but the pain and stiffness just got worse and worse, and the weight continued to come back on. Oh, I yo-yoed a lot over the ensuing few years until I realized all this was just not working. And that started me on even more study about why the dieting and exercise were not working and eventually led my path to that of becoming uh, professionally certified as a life coach and weight coach. So how to deal with the issues of taking off pounds to ensure our health after our metabolism begins to head south? 
For that, we need to spend a little time in biology class. <laughs> Sorry about that, but really it comes down to that. It's our basic biology that's changing after a certain age. Here's a real mind bender. Being overweight often has nothing to do with the calories you're eating or the exercise you're doing. For a large number of us, the problem is really about misfiring hormones, especially as we age. Research is still catching up with this shift in thinking, and it really has yet to be completely studied. You know I've talked about studies that are coming out now about the effects of yo-yo dieting against metabolism. Um, and how that never recovers. And when you add that to the fact that your metabolism does slow as you age, that's like a double whammy. You already know about some of the weight affecting hormone issues like thyroid, insulin imbalances, but there are other more subtle ones that could be keeping you from getting a healthier body. So ready? The hormone leptin is the I'm satiated hormone. Now, if you're a Dr. Oz watcher, you probably are up on leptin ghrelin. He talks about these things a lot. Under normal circumstances, leptin is released from your fat cells and travels to the blood, in the blood to your brain, and it tells you that you're, you're satiated, you're full, you're fine. But leptin's role can be interrupted by eating sugar especially fructose found in fruit and processed foods. When you eat small amounts of fructose, you're okay. But if you eat more than the recommended five daily servings of fruit and processed foods with fructose, your liver can't deal with the fructose fast enough to use it as fuel. Now, you might be thinking, wow, I never eat five servings of fruit in a day. But you're not adding in all the fructose and high fructose corn syrup Add it into those other foods you're eating, and it counts. It all adds up in your liver. When your liver is overloaded with fructose, your body starts converting it to fat, and it sends it off into the bloodstream and deposits that fat back in your liver and elsewhere in your belly. You noticed as we age, we stop carrying so much fat down in our caboose and our waistlines for the first time begin expanding. That was a real shocker for me because I, though I had been very overweight in my younger years, I always had an hourglass figure, I had a tiny waist, and then something happened after about the age of 55 where it all started shifting up into my stomach area. As more fructose is converted into fat, your levels of leptin increase because fat produces leptin. But when you get too much of any hormone circulating in your system, your body becomes resistant to it. With leptin, that means your brain starts to miss the signal that you're full because the little receptors that can read all the leptin you're sending up there, they're just burned out. So you continue to eat and you keep gaining weight. Here's another hormone, and you've probably heard about this, the stress hormone cortisol. It can create all kinds of trouble for women who want to shed weight, especially at an older age when, as I just said, that, that weight starts to shift up into your waistline. And guess what? When cortisol rises, it 
encourages the conversion of blood sugar into fat for long-term storage, and it hoards the body fat in your belly. Estrogen. Estrogen, of course, is responsible for all of our reproductive stuff that makes us women. Okay. It's also a hormone that can be more troublesome in the fat department. At normal levels, estrogen actually helps keep you lean by goosing the production of insulin. That's the hormone that manages your blood sugar. When estrogen gets thrown off, it can turn you into a weight gain machine. Right before your estrogen levels start to drop at menopause, you turn into a comet of hormones, all bursting in one last attempt to reproduce and continue to ensure the species. Exhibit A, me, when I was 39 years old. And that's where I came up with the analogy of a comet of hormones, because baby, I was on fire. Driving a car could make me horny. Okay, stop laughing. It was the truth. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? Here's a tip. I hit menopause only eight years later. Yeah, it was pretty young. All that estrogen, especially combined with the crazy food additives in the last couple decades, it sets you up for insulin resistance. Oh my God, don't panic. Sure, now you're past menopause, you're getting AARP flyers in the mail if you're in the U.S., and wondering if you're just stuck looking like Aunt D from Mayberry RFD from here on in. All of this is why it is really critical to rein in on the fast food, the processed food, quick or easy quick foods. Additives are messing with your hormones, upping your estrogen, suppressing testosterone, blowing out your leptin receptors. It's a tricky time to not drop down the throttle on your metabolism any further than you already have with lifelong repeated dieting. Okay, so what can we do after 55 and 60? You're going to be surprised because it's not all that different with what you did back in your 30s. Hopefully this is what you did to take weight off. Probably you didn't. Probably you were like me and you were eating minimal food and crazy diets. Eat clean as possible. At the same time, this is no time of your life to totally deny yourself. We have to have a cheat day without thinking of it as cheating. Occasionally, you just have to have the damn piece of cake. Do it. But with the understanding that this is part of your new life and not something that has just blown all the clean eating you've been doing, you still eat clean. You just, on very rare occasion, indulge. And I tell you what, I'm totally honest here. I'm 62 years old. Do you think I'm going to pass up a piece of cake at 62? Heck no. How many cake-eating years have I got left? <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm eating cake every day. No, it's a rare occasion. Special occasion. Something comes up. It looks good. Sometimes you may take two bites of it, and you've been eating so clean that those two bites are like, ooh, and just, yeah, maybe two bites is all you need, and you're done with that. That's awesome. But you're not going to think of it as cheating. You're not going to think of it as blowing your diet, because this is just how you are now. This is life now. 
eating as clean as possible all the time, occasionally indulging, occasionally a little chips and guacamole. Muscle math starts to go south. You've probably already heard that or read about it. As you age, you lose muscle mass. You can offset this and even reverse it in a big way, lifting weights. No, you don't have to do the whole spandex, sports bra, spray tanned, ripped muscles, gym rat thing. Although it can be fun to play at. Strength training can just be the girly circuit at the local gym, a set of 10 or so machines, or light weights at home. Don't try to be a superstar. I say this because I fall prey to this every time. I'm finally learning not to do that to myself. My wrist tendons just get real unhappy when I reach for the macho weights. Light hand weights are fine, especially for exercises for your shoulders and your triceps, you know, the back of your arms. For your biceps, when you're curling the front of your arms, you want to go a little heavier, but you still have no reason to pick up a 15-pound weight initially. Now, and why do you want to do this? Because muscle, just sitting there on your body, burns calories. Part of the reason your metabolism slows as you age is because of losing muscle mass that comes along with aging. The less muscle you have on your body, the less food you get to eat. So if you can build that muscle back up a little bit, reverse it, hey, it means you get to have that taste of cake a little more often, okay? You want to build the muscle mass, especially on your legs, too, on your thighs. I I was watching something on TV about um, the five areas on the planet where they have a high population of centurions, meaning people over 100 years old. And in one of the places, there was a man that was over 100 years old. He still worked his own fields. And part of what they attributed to his longevity was the fact that he used, um, I guess it's a machete, or it's the curved one, like that's what you can cut and harvest grasses with. And he would walk almost in a lunge position to clear his field with this, which means that the fronts of his thighs had such good muscle, so built up, and they said, If you lose the strength in the front of your thighs, you might as well shut this life on down. Really key to longevity, having those strong leg muscles. So you want to work on that. Another thing, protein, protein, protein. We don't eat enough of it, especially clean protein. Yes, organic meats are really expensive. But a lot of grocers now offer meats that are, they're not organic, but they're marked as hormone-free, antibiotic-free. At least step up your purchases to those. You don't want to be eating meats that have had hormones and other things. No. If you eat dairy, I love half and half in my coffee. Ever since I actually read the ingredient list on my beloved coffee mate almost 30 years ago, holy cow. Dairy simply must be organic. Really, believe me, you don't even want to know what is in dairy that's not organic. Get organic dairy. Hydrate like mad. Forget that drink eight to ten glasses of water a day rule. Or, you know, people say, oh, you take your weight and divide it by this and that tells you how many ounces. Oh, there's no set rule. 
the thinking that drinking water flushes out the fat, total BS. But dehydration is a real danger to older folks. But even more important, you look more withered and wrinkly if you are not teetotally hydrated. <laughs> After my last knee surgery, I snapped a selfie to post. I really did. Oh, God, yeah, selfie. But I wanted to show my family on the other side of the country that I made it and I was fine. I was accused of getting a facelift, not knee surgery. Seriously, all the IV fluids during surgery took about 15 years off of my face. No, you probably cannot drink that much fluid. But don't let that stop you from trying. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Go listen to my rap about the hunger scale. I can't remember. It's one of the early episodes I did on this podcast. Because your metabolism is already slow, if you're starving yourself, it just gets slower. So you really do want to eat about every three hours, teeny tiny little meals, snacks. I'm writing the book on this, and I still struggle to make myself stick to this sometimes. I get wrapped up in things, and I just don't eat in time. Then I realize I just slipped right past minus two on the hunger scale and need to really monitor myself so that I don't eat all the way back up to plus four. All of this is not so much different than what should be done to drop weight at the age of 30. But you want to take it back a notch. Instead of running crazy marathons, gentle daily walks are more appropriate now. Even with an aging metabolism, I have knees that don't allow me to run, even walk very much. And I've got a couple of damning diagnoses. My weight has stayed down from an all-time high that was well over 200 pounds. My website says join me because my journey is still in progress. Ultimately, I would like to get into that healthy weight category for me. But I am so much better off than I was a couple of years ago. Much of my work on me now is self-coaching, investigating my thoughts and beliefs, owning up to my own truth, even when it's not a truth I really want to admit to myself. After applying every bit of knowledge I've accumulated on hormones, clean eating, strength building over the years, the single most important shift in my weight has been the shift in my thinking. So let's get inspired together and shift our thinking about our weight and our bodies and our own self-image. You cannot imagine the things in your life that contribute to your weight issues Many clients come to me for weight loss coaching and walk away with so much more. They do this because we get a couple of sessions into their six or 12 week program and they begin to realize thoughts about relationships or jobs or childhood have completely overwhelmed their daily thoughts. But when we begin to heal those other areas of their life, Guess what else gets healed? Their eating, their relationship with food and with their body. Tackle this process. To encourage you to do this, I'm on a mission to do 100 free transformations in free mini sessions. 
I'm doing this over a 60-day period. At the end of each month, I'm going to jump on my podcast and draw a name to give away a $100 Amazon gift card. I know, really. It's right. I'm not only giving away free transformation, I'm giving away two $100 Amazon gift cards. Why Why would I do this? Because I know not many people know what a life coach does, and I want to get it out there. What I do as a weight coach and as a life coach. We'll get on a phone call together for 30 minutes. We can identify something that's currently causing you some emotional pain, and we'll resolve it right then on that call. I'll also tell you about the programs I offer and see if you're a good fit to work with me. Even if you're not, you're going to get a piece of actionable advice that you can take away from that call and put to, put to use in your life to make a change. You're going to get to experience what it's like to be coached by me. You'll find out what it's like to be weight coached. There's no obligation. So what are you waiting for? I'm always saying on these casts, I love to talk to you. I love to hear from you. You can go schedule a session with me right now just by going to talktojoanne.com. That's it. Talk to T-O Joanne, J-O-A-N-N.com. That link will take you directly into my scheduling calendar. You can pick a day and time for the call. So go do it. Go. <laughs> Get started. And know that getting your weight under control after 55, after 60, heck, even after 70, you can do this. You can do this. We can do it sanely and take our time now. That's the awesome thing. So get out there, have some fun, walk, dance every night of your life, and go find some joy. I'll talk to you next week.